Today's episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Follow-Up Boss. The best of the best know that outstanding follow-up is essential for a thriving real estate business. And more than ever, they're using Follow-Up Boss, the leading CRM for real estate, to make it happen. Follow-Up Boss helps you convert more leads. Robert Slack, founder of the number one real estate team in the United States, uses it in his $1.5 billion business. Deborah Beagle uses it to guarantee that agents who join her team get two homes under contract in their first 90 days days, and Barry Jenkins uses it to automate everything to run his $200 million team on a 25-hour work week to reclaim his work-life balance. Now, for a limited time, Follow-Up Boss is doubling their free trial for Keeping It Real podcast listeners. Go to followupboss.com forward slash real for 30 days of unlimited access, no credit card required. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for a 30-day free trial. And now, on to our show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be answering a very important question, which is how should I structure my virtual tours and my photos for best customer engagement? And we actually have an industry insider, Michael Vervena from iGuide to talk specifically about these practices. But before we get to Michael and iGuide, I want to remind everyone the best way you can help us grow. Actually, I'm going to ask you for two things. Normally, I just ask for one, but would really appreciate you helping us out and both things take less than a minute but if you do like the show and you want to help us continue to reach a broader audience please do two things tell a friend think of one other realtor that you know that could benefit from hearing from top producers and industry insiders like michael and send them a link to our website you can find us at keepingitrealpod.com or just have your friend pull up a podcast app, search for Keeping It Real and hit that subscribe button. And the second thing is please leave a review for us, whether you're using iTunes or it's now known as Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or Pandora or uh, Google Play, anywhere you listen to our podcast, please leave us a review. It really helps us reach more people. Um, but thank you very much for continuing to support our show. I think we're at episode like 313 right now. So we're super, super grateful for everyone because you're the reason that we can continue to grow and support the show. So thank you. Um, and now on to our interview with Michael Vervena. show, we have Michael Vervana from iGuide. Now, let me tell you about Michael. Now, Michael Vervana is a manager at iGuide, which is a proprietary camera and software platform for capturing and delivering immersive 3D tours, detailed floor plans, and reliable property data. He enjoys the process of working with others to build something unique, whether it be a product, brand, or a company. And since 2016, Michael has established the iGuide brand in Canada as one of the leading 3D technologies and has most recently led the expansion of iGuide internationally. Visit iGuide at goiguide.com. That's go, the letter I, guide.com. And we are super excited uh, to welcome Michael to the show to introduce this technology to our audience. Michael, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. We're really excited to have you here. Uh, before we we 
talk all about, you know, the sort of virtual life that that we are all have been living for the last several years. Um, no thanks to coronavirus. Um, be very curious to hear about your sort of path into real estate. How did you get uh, into this industry? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, that's great. Um, I well, I guess it started out. Uh, I I'm a, a child of a, a product of two realtors. I guess at the end of the day, my dad is a, a broker uh, owner for the last fifty years and still at it, uh, doing commercial residential real estate. My mom was a realtor for a dozen years and successful at that on, at her own right. And um, so I've always kind of been in the periphery of uh, the, the real estate world. Um, you know, listening to other episodes. Of, of top performers on your show where they talk about they got into real estate and, you know, uh, in part because of their parents, but were, you know, uncertain about getting into it. Um, I, you know, a similar story with me is I didn't really want to get into it, not less, less about being in real estate, but I didn't really want to be in sales. However, uh, I ended up uh, finding my way into consumer packaged good world, got into sales and, and marketing and product development. And, uh, really started to enjoy and embrace kind of the, the things that we would do making, you know, I guess I built a career on uh, improving processes, improving products and, you know, making the sales process easier and, and uh, making the messaging easier so that people better understand if products and services are a right fit for them. So uh, I ended up, you know, moving on from that career and helping out a lot of small and medium sized businesses in with their sales and marketing lead generation, any, you know, removing hurdles and helping them to streamline their processes and getting closer to their customers. Uh, and hence, uh, that's how I uh, joined up with iGuide. Uh, you know, came across them, fascinating technology. Uh, they were uh, pivoting, you know, when iGuide started, they were a company that were servicing real estate agents directly. They were, uh, you know, producing the, the 3D virtual tours and photography and marketing services for photographer uh, for agents directly. And they had just pivoted in order to scale. And uh, that's when I joined on, on board. And we had probably less than 50 service providers or around 50 service providers at that point in time. And now we're over a thousand service providers. We're in 26 countries. Um, we're coast to coast in the U.S. And yeah, it's been it's been fun. We've uh, probably done over a quarter million uh, 3D tours and drafted over half a billion square feet in uh, in floor plans. So it's uh, uh, we've come a long way, and it's exciting to see this grow, and, and especially in the last couple of years. So I've got back into the real estate game, not directly, but you know, servicing this industry, and it's 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 exciting. It's nice to see how this industry is is growing. Yeah, it, it is really impressive um, being that, you know, virtual tours have been around for some time. Um, but, you know, I think maybe in the last several years when we went into lockdown and we started, you know, looking around our own, uh, you know, four walls, most of us were probably working from home. And maybe we started thinking about, you know, uh, as just, sort of uh, workers, do I, am I going to return to the office or do I want to upsize? Um, do I need a home office? You know, am I, am I going to be, uh, you know, in, in um, am I going to have a home, a, a home office life that I didn't have previously? And, you know, for me, I know specifically, I 
decided to upgrade. And even though I'm not working from home, it, it made sense for me to explore other mm-hmm. options. And I will tell you the very first thing that I, as a consumer looking to find another place to live, uh, were looking at when I was exploring different options with condos and, and, uh, you know, various sort of different types of properties here in Chicago was I went straight to the virtual tours and I'm always surprised at how, um, I'm, I'm, I was always rather, I, I should say it this way. I was always disappointed a bit when uh, a listing wouldn't have a virtual tour. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on how important virtual tours are and what sort of trends you're seeing as from, you know, buyers and sellers uh, with respect to how important they are to a listing. Yeah, great question. I, you know, I, quite simply, you know that um, 2020, this shift in terms of what we're all dealing with and living through uh, different to different extremes in Toronto, we've been, we were in lockdown for probably one of the longest uh, periods of time and uh, definitely a shift in terms of the use of this technology, not only in residential real estate, but we're seeing it in commercial real estate and all these other sectors uh, in terms of being able to convey space and, and uh, show and demonstrate what a space can be or look like uh, communicating that. And so, you know, we have a, we have a technology that documents property and, and what that does is it gives the ability to, uh, to be in a space virtually as, as, as simply as, you know, you can just be there. And so what that really does is that helps empower people to make informed decisions about that environment, because you can go in there now and you can, you know, get comfortable with understanding what that space is like. You can measure on screen. You can figure out if your furniture is going to fit. Um, and one big part of what we provide is the floor plan side right on the actual uh, 3D tour. And people find that as important, if not more important than just the 3D tour, because as you're walking through that space, you understand where you are in that space and, and uh, where you're positioned how your fit and flow works for you if it's a business or if it's you know a buyer looking to buy a home understanding that hey my baby's room is going to be close to my room or my teenager's room is going to be on the other side of my room is this going to provide enough space for me within the home but to talk about the, you know the industry as a whole uh you know prior to covid uh you know this was a, it was a slow gain in terms of using this technology uh, to better market properties. And what's interesting coming from my background in consumer packaged goods, you know, marketing to consumers, uh, when I came into residential real estate world, uh, the, it was interesting to see that um, there was a shift going on within the industry. You know, Zillow had quickly become the, gone from being a disruptor to being the incumbent because uh, they had won the eyes of the consumers, you know, yes. eyes are the prize. And, and so now you've got people like Amazon that have come into the industry. And so you've got this, when you're searching for a home online, you've got all this wealth of information and data and great information about searching uh, for a home. And, you know, when you're on these search portals, you can find out walk scores and the schools in the neighborhood, and you can really zone in and understand if a neighborhood's going to work for you and your family. But then you kind of drill down into the house information. And as you pointed out, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I literally looked at a property yesterday that was $2.2 million that had seven cell phone pictures on it that were low <laughs> res. And I couldn't even make out what the house looked like. 
a $2.2 million home. And then you go to the next home and it's, it's a half a million dollars. And they've got a 3D tour, drone, video, beautiful photos that really convey like what this property could be for you. And so when we saw COVID hit, definitely that demand went up because people couldn't go into homes. They, you know, they couldn't see these properties. And even though we saw people buy homes sight unseen previously with the 3D tour and the floor plans, um, that just, you know, definitely did skyrocket and uh, uh, drove that. Um, over the last year, we've seen that come down a bit, probably more so in the US than in Canada. Um, but that, that um, overall trend has increased greatly over previous years. And what it's doing is, is creating a better consumer shopping experience for the home buyer. It's giving them the information that they want. And, you know, as a consumer uh, myself, you know, I think everybody can relate that we're all, you know, even with working from home, I seem to have less time now than I did before. And, you know, I don't have time to run around and do those errands that I don't know how I found time for before. And, you know, if I'm searching for a home, I want to make sure that when I do go look at a home, it's the right home for me. I'm a better qualified buyer. I'm not wasting the seller's time. I'm not wasting the agent's time. I'm not wasting my time. And, and we've seen, we just, we've got this tremendous feedback that this has helped to sell homes faster and made this process of the transaction easier as well. The other thing that iGuide does that I am a huge fan of, and I, I, everybody should be a huge fan of, is that it also accurately measures rooms. This is a, a, one of the biggest challenges that realtors face when either listing a property or showing a property you know, obviously buyers uh, have specific needs around room sizes. And, you know, we, you and I were speaking um, before we went on the uh, the air today about how challenging it is because oftentimes realtors will use previous MLS data to, um, to, to put up a new listing, which may in fact be inaccurate. And so the buyer shows up, the rooms aren't as advertised, or at least with respect to the measurements and you guys solve for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, I, I can relate just to kind of a, a personal story. It, it's probably more impactful with pictures, but, you know, going into last winter, we you know we knew that we were going to be sitting outside a lot more and you know maybe have friends outside distancing and so I, I i got hit on instagram with a fire pit and i'm like this is great i'm gonna buy this this is perfect for you know sitting outdoors and it it, it showed to be like about knee height there was a picture of a person's leg it showed that it was you know 19 inches tall and and approximately 19 inches wide so it was you know it it, it probably just a bit bigger than a, a milk carton if, if I don't know if I'm dating myself, if anybody knows what milk cartons look like anymore, but that size and, you know, it, six weeks later it shows up in my mail and it was the size of a candle holder. And my, my family has not let me live this down. They, <laughs> they tease me about this and it was misrepresented and advertised. And even though they showed it was that size, I, you know, they actually showed the inches and the, it, they totally misrepresented what they sold me. And, you know, that was damaging to that company's brand. I won't mention that company. I wouldn't sure. buy anything from them again. Uh, you know, and it was, uh, it was disappointing to me as a consumer. And I'm actually questioning if I would ever buy anything again on, uh, you know, Instagram. 
to my wife, my wife would say, well, you didn't research it. So, you know, shame on me partly for that. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it was misrepresented. And that happens all the time in terms of when you go to sell a home. Uh, yeah. we, we see it all the time. Just at the end of last year, a case, there was just a case here in Southern Ontario. And I see the cases all across North America where, you know, the buyer was a first time home buyer, went into the home. The home was advertised and they advertised a range between 2,000 and 2,500 square feet, yeah, which is problematic in itself. You know, right. you know, it's like if I sold you a used car and told you it's between 16, and 80,000 miles, you, well, how would you think like you, what would you think <laughs> of me selling you that car? Yeah, I, I wouldn't trust you. Yeah, exactly. So that's what they said. The homeowner told the buyer it was 2,100 square feet. The agent said it was 2,000. And when they had it independently appraised, it was 1,450 square feet. Now, wow. that is that is a big difference and, and you know, definitely, uh, you know, upsetting, and especially in markets, you know, we've been dealing with uh, hot markets for years now. And, you know, across North America, you're seeing that prices of homes are going up. And in Toronto, they're over a thousand bucks a square foot. So it, wow. it could quite quickly add up in terms of what that cost is on that home. So what we do is, you know, we have a camera system that's using a LIDAR time of uh, flight uh, uh, measurement uh, system. And so we're measuring, you know, thousands of points in each room. And we upload that data, that data is uploaded to a team of drafters who uh, draft out those floor plans. They follow a prescribed methodology of measurement. And now if you don't know what that is, uh, it's quite simply is, you know, if you're going to get a final answer in terms of what the total square footage is on the home, you know, back in math class, you got part marks for the final answer in your math problems. Well, that methodology of measurement tells you how you solve that problem to get to that answer, what you included, what you excluded, um, and the rules about how to measure that home. And so then now you have an apples to apples comparison when you're looking at two properties, what you included, how you measured the home, all the data points that went into it. And so that gives you like that math problem, the rest of your marks. And so if there is a dispute, you can quite quickly, you know, talk to the the other person or whoever has a different measurement for that home, because you send six appraisers into a home, you're going to come back with six different answers, but you know, it's all within a range of, uh, you know, a couple percent, if you can stay within that range, okay, now that's acceptable. And you can go through exactly how you got to that answer. So it's defendable for you as an agent. When you use a builder's plan, sometimes it's kind of like baking a cake. I'm, I'm going to, it's an as build plan. It's not necessarily always built to that plan. They change things. I worked as a framer for years you know, you'd move doors and windows and, and you know, there would be changes in that, in that property. So what is the final outcome of that baked cake? When you bake that cake, you have a recipe. At the end, you have that final product. You have to go back in and measure that home to find out what that accurate measurement is and or those measurements are rather. And um, that helps, you know, protect you as an agent, protects you as your brand. Uh, and you're providing your consumer with, uh, uh, precise and accurate information. Uh, one last point on that is Realtor.com did a study in uh, 2020 where they asked, you know, you asked about the market and what how COVID affected it, but they asked consumers, what is it that you wanted to see? And sure, the first thing that came back was a 3D tour because they couldn't get into the properties, but they wanted accurate and uh, accurate listing information. 
And, yeah. you know, so that reliable, sorry, accurate and reliable listing information. And if you're using someone else's MLS listing, you're using tax data, you're using a builder's plan. If you don't verify that as an agent, you're opening yourself up to risk and you're, you're doing a disservice to the either the seller or the buyer, depending on if it's bigger or smaller. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a really important thing. And it's also a way to differentiate yourself as an agent um, amongst all the other agents out there to say, hey, I'm going to not only sell, you know, uh, do a virtual tour for this property, but we're going to accurately measure every single room to give uh, the most immersive uh, experience to a potential buyer, but also accuracy. Um, and, and to speak to accuracy with, uh, to a seller is it really, really a, a nice value add, in my opinion, to be able to say, hey, we're not just going to take beautiful pho photographs, but we're going to do a, a secondary um, piece on top of this, which is making sure each room is measured correctly. And then we're going to create an environment where potential buyers can play in those rooms um, and see themselves and be able to put their own personal items in those rooms, um, you know, virtually. So um, it, it's, it's so important. And I know that every, not every, of course, but a, a good number of buyers and sellers who are you know, somewhat technologically savvy are going to explore options like this before they end up putting offers in. Um, and so it, it, from a cost perspective, you know, what does this look like to an agent? You know, what is, is this, is this an expensive process or is it reasonable or? Yeah, I, I think, you know, again, it's reasonable. Um, uh, so our services are usually offered through third-party photography and marketing companies. Sometimes uh, in-house media department for a brokerage or a team will have their own system. Uh, and so typically it's bundled in with, you know, a photo package, and then they may do other things as well. I mean, if you look at the iGuide, it's an iframe, like a YouTube video is an iframe. It's embeddable. You can put it on your website. It acts like a single property website in a sense. And you can include things that, you know, all the top things buyers want to see when they're searching for a home online. That's not for me. That's from the NAR home buyer and seller study sure. comes out every year. You know, they want to see photos. They want to see property details. Uh, you know, that's not only the rooms and, and the rooms, uh, the number of rooms and the price of the home, but what are the room sizes? What are the total area calculations of the home? And number three that comes up uh, every year are floor plans because floor plans depict how that home fits and flows for them. And so uh, it, it provides all this detailed information. You can include things like video and drone video, uh, 360s and drone videos. It just depending on the provider that you use that's offering your services, but this could be delivered. Uh, and I think, you know, typically it's around, uh, you know, for an average size home, I would say between 250 and 299 with photos. Uh, yeah. All those other things like video and drone and stuff would probably be extra, but that would be 3D tour, floor plans, uh, room measurements, area calculations, and photos are typically in that package. Now that ranges from market to market. You know, in in uh, Northern California, you know, San Francisco area, it's probably going to be a little bit more than uh, you know in, in some other markets that you, that are out there as well in the Midwest. So. Um, it's all dependent on the independent photographers, but it's quite reasonable in terms of the cost of the home. It's a fast, easy process. And the nice thing about it, it's a marketing tool. So 
you get all that content together, you put that out on the MLS, like through your multimedia link, uh, and that's going to populate on realtor.com and on Zillow. And it doesn't populate like down below. So Zillow used to, you know, uh, you know, they used to uh, have it down below, below the fold. Yeah. They've seen the importance and these search portals have seen the importance of this. And in Canada, realtor.com, they embed it right on the main listing page. Uh, Zillow and realtor.com, right underneath the main photos, they have 3D tour. And you can click on that. And now you can have this immersive experience. The benefit, you know, beyond the buyer, where now the buyer has all this information that really qualifies them and gives them a good understanding of the property. The benefit to the agent is you're keeping people on your listing much longer. Like we see the analytics and we've got the analytics back from a lot of the search portals have told us this, that, you know, people typically will stay on a listing much longer, really dive deep in understanding that property. To boot, they're going to see your branding there and understand that you're the agent that's putting this out. And uh, that, again, just, you know, uh, bolsters your brand and what you do to help people market and sell a home, which is still a, one of the top things that buyers want, uh, sellers want. Sellers such a, to, sorry, such a great um, observation that you do want people lingering on your property that you're selling um, virtually uh, or, or in person um, as, as much as you want. We know that, that that's always a good thing. And by, boy, you just made a point that I, I want all of our listeners to understand is you want people hanging around your listing uh, as much as possible. And by giving them immersive experiences, that will keep them engaged um, and they'll be able to explore the, the property obviously much better than just through static photos. Um, it, it is, it, my, my question is, is there ever you know, in your, your business, of course, is through virtual tours. Um, is there ever a reason not to use a virtual tour? I mean, it seems to be the, um, what the consumer wants and what, um, what, if you don't have it, I suspect, um, you know, like I, when I went looking for my property, I, had a, uh, a neutral to negative feeling if I didn't see a virtual tour. Cause then I went, Oh, now I have to go see the property. And I, I, you know, and, and with photography too, that that's the other thing that I, I'm curious about is I think consumers are wising up to the fact that we don't live in an Instagram perfect world. And when we see professional photography, we understand that there's a little bit of um, staging that's going on that, that yes, the room doesn't really exactly look like that, but with virtual, uh, with, with virtual tours, you can actually see what the room looks like, because I know when I see, uh, we have a 800 agents here at our company. And when I see the the photographers that they use uh, boy, the sky's always perfect, uh, you know, for an exterior shot of the house, the interior shot are all perfect. Um, but, Again, does the home actually look like this? The virtual tour will confirm uh, those those particulars, right? Uh, yeah, you're you're right. And uh, well, so to kind of touch on that, I'll start with the last the, the photos first. Um, the photos are that emotional draw. Same with video. Video is really about building the agent's branding too, and and drawing them in. Um, and and what we've seen, and the photos kind of draw you in. And I, I know personally because I'm I've been looking for a home for a couple of years in in the GTA. Uh, and it's such a hard market to to try to buy in, especially when we've got such a limited area that we were picking. And my wife will look at it and she goes, yeah, 
I don't like it because the photos are not very good. I'll put it that way. And, and it doesn't, it's not enticing, but I'm like, no, no, look, 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 the size is right. Like this is good for our needs. This was fit our needs. So I have to drag her there to go look at it. Uh, well, on the opposite end, you know, she's taking me to some homes because the photos are gorgeous. The house is beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's too small. Like it's gorgeous, but we're going to have less storage. You know, it's just not, the, it's the right amount of rooms, but it, we're going to be struggling in there. And, you know, uh, in a couple of cases, the agent didn't put the floor, they had floor plans. They didn't put them online. Yeah, I had to go there, walk through the house and yeah, yeah I'm right. We just wasted our time. Let's go. And, and, and it's like, uh, so those, you're right. It does draw you in and keep you there longer. What the beauty is, is if you have a home that's rough or a rental property or, uh, you know, something that's demolished, because I've seen, I've seen crazy images out there and stuff that you necessarily wouldn't put those 3D tours on. You know, nice thing with our tours, you can turn off certain rooms, you know, if you've stuffed out everything, you know, the garage full of stuff or, you know, storage, messy storage closets and stuff like that, if it wasn't staged. But the floor plans, you know, don't show the mess. They sell, they sell the potential of the home. And that's what's nice about the, the floor plans, because it shows you where the storage is, where the light comes in, where the windows are, if you need to change things around. And it really actually provides more information. I think Zillow does a home buyer study where they see that floor plans are higher than the 3D tour. Uh, it's number two on the, their list. And wow. uh, again, it, it really kind of gives you a good understanding of the fit and flow of the property if it works for you and your family. Um, but, you know, again, the 3D tours, if it's, you, you, you don't want to show some of those images. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, you can turn those off and just use the floor plans and some of the photos to depict it. So it's a really interesting. So for our listeners, whenever you have a listing, are you number one, having a, vir- uh, including a virtual tour, are you including floor plans, which that's probably the easily overlooked, um, option. And, you know, uh, He's absolutely right because I know that floor plans, they do in some way, really, Michael's right, they they give you so much more information than a static uh, picture. And you can plan, well, I guess, <laughs> pardon the pun or pardon the, uh, the using the same <laughs> word, it's built into the word floor plan. So when you have floor plans, people in particular, you know, who have a personality type where they like to, you know, visually see things um, and and plan for that next move are going to want to, you know, put those things together. Um, and that enables you to do that. So floor plans are, are a must. Um, virtual tours, of course, are also a must. And iGuide essentially does all of this for you. I'm going to uh, pause for just a moment to uh, acknowledge our sponsor for this episode, which is follow-up boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country, do you know which CRM is used by more that of our guests than any other? Well, you guessed it. It is follow-up boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow-up boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. But don't take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the United States, uses follow-up boss, and he's built a $1.5 billion business, real estate business rather, in six years. And Follow Boss also integrates with 250 different systems to keep your current lead sources, 
and they will integrate with all of your different platforms there. And get this, Follow Up Bus is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a free 30-day trial. Now that's twice as much time as they give everybody else, but you have to follow the special link to get that 30-day free trial. So visit followupboss.com forward slash real. Oh yeah, and by the way, no credit card required. So you can try it through 30 days uh, risk-free, but only by visiting followupboss.com forward slash real. Follow up like a boss with follow up boss. Um, Michael, um, wanted to also uh, talk a little bit about sort of do's and don'ts with respect to photography with with listings. Um, I remember when I first entered this industry, and I'm not a practicing agent myself. Our listeners are practicing agents, um, but I remember 15 or 12 years ago, I guess, um, that there was a prevailing thought that keeping the room as as bare as possible was a good idea so that people could visualize their own stuff within the confines of those rooms. Um, curious to, uh, to know how that's changed and shifted over time. And if you have suggestions for our audience about how staging should happen when somebody has a listing. Sure. Yeah. And, and, um, and then that's the nice thing about uh, how we offer our services through third-party real estate photographer companies, and and you know all these 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 companies are marketing companies. They're they're professionals in terms of uh, really helping you kind of um, you know finding the right partner, but really helping you in terms of staging that. And on the staging side, that's that's part of it is reducing the uh, the amount of clutter, taking down personal photos. There's there's lists out there in terms of where you know top things that you can do to uh, you know make that property more appealing. Uh, changing paint colors that are very dramatic to you know more muted, more whites, making it look more you know fresh and modern. Uh, and you know it, the more things that you do, uh, and if you're your your agent or the company that you're that the the seller or the agent is working with, um, you know. Just, procure like professional services to help you out with those things. Cause they, they do bring a lot of value um, on the other side of it too, you know, from our 3d tour side and the photos, you can, you can take, you can shop those out to third-party providers or a lot of the companies will offer these services that uh, to virtually stage spaces. So if it is a builder's home or if it is an empty apartment or condo, you can get some of the rooms staged, which also help kind of, you know, help people to envision what it looks like or what it could look like. Uh, and, and that's a more cost-effective way to be able to, you know, add those things. Um, I think, you know, you know, on our side, from what I see in terms of adding value, uh, and, and I, this is a bit of a tangent, um, I, I think in terms of any digital assets that you're going to get, and if you get professionally digital assets, professional photos, a 3D tour, floor plans, get the room measurements, area calculations, all that stuff together. Um, the, the big thing that we, you know, I look at, I look at thousands and thousands of agents in their analytics, and I can go in and look at the listing and see how they've done on that listing. And, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, there are agents that will pay for all these services, but then they don't really market those services or share them uh, and get great analytics. And so one of the big pointers that we kind of share is about uh, getting the most out of your online listing 
is by stage share and show. So stage that, you know, stage your digital assets, just like you would stage your home, you know, getting those professional photos done, getting all your digital assets together and packaging them up in a way where you can deliver them. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, you've got this into an eye guide. You can put that out uh, through your MLS system and have it uh, show right under the main photos on Zillow or realtor.com or realtor.ca for examples. And that's the stage part, but the big part where you get a lot of value as an agent. And again, home buyer, home sellers are looking still one of the top things that home sellers look to their agent for is to help sell and market that home is share that, you know, market that property. You get it on the MLS, you get it on Zillow, you get it on realtor.com and realtor.ca. You, you, um, you share it on your social media. And in some cases, when I look at some of these analytics, there are agents that get thousands of views through their social media. Now, I don't know if they're boosting or they just got a, you know, huge followings, but a lot of the top agents will uh, you know, get tons of views on these properties. And why is that important? Because then they can show results to their clients. So one thing that we provide is analytics report. You know, here every week you get your analytics report. You can take that to your, your home sellers and say, hey, you know, feel good about how many people came and looked at this home because this is how many people came and looked at it virtually. This is how many people returned and looked at it again. This is how much time they spent on it. And here's all the ways that I, I got your property out there for people to see. And the reason why I love analytics, you know, being, a, uh, I guess, a kid of, of realtors is that I think a lot of home sellers don't realize how hard realtors work. They work weekends, evenings, they're busy all the time. And part of the, you know, I guess the not appealing part of real estate is you get to work for yourself. You're entrepreneurial. It's fantastic, but you're working all the time. So it, it's that, that toss up. This is something tangible that you can show to your clients to say, Hey, this is the value that I brought to the table and, you know, tuck them in after your solo home, especially in the market, like across North America right now, where homes are selling in days. We've been dealing with that in the, in Ontario, Southern Ontario and Canada for uh, years. And, uh, you know, home sells fast. Um, you know, you, your seller is, you know, they want to make sure that they're their next referral, that they say, use my agent because they did this, this, and this for me. And they showed me how they did such a great job for me. It just brings more value. You tuck in your clients and you make sure that they're happy with what you brought to the, the table because referrals and winning listings, this is, you know, a you know, key part of, well, I guess what my dad always used to say, bread and butter, right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I think that it's, it's really important. So you create these great virtual tours for your listings. And then you have to promote them on social media um, at, at the very least. Of course, they're going to also distribute to Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, as you mentioned. But promoting them on social media is really important for our audience to understand because not only does that get more eyeballs on the property and hopefully maybe even a few additional buyers come your way, but it also is a branding exercise for you to showcase, here's what I do for my clients. Here's why when people hire me, why they hire me and, and what I can do for them. Um, and so it really feeds every part of your business in including, of course, the end result for that particular client, which is to sell that property, but it also introduces everyone in your social sphere to your process. And by pushing, and it creates content that you want to probably, uh, you, you know, most realtors um, on, on a regular basis are thinking, 
what should I be posting on social media right now? This is content that you can promote and you can re uh, reshare it as well. So maybe a year after uh, the home is sold, you can repurpose that content and say, hey, uh, you know, here's uh, something I did a year ago that I thought was really neat. So there's really a lot of benefit in addition to just helping get a home sold for higher price point for, to the cons uh, to, to to for the seller. But I think this also really speaks to marketing and branding and just separating yourself from every other agent out there who isn't offering the service. Um, Michael, if, if anyone is interested in having their photographer connect with, with, uh, with, with iGuide, what's the best way that they should reach out? Yeah, just go right to goiguide.com. Um, and, uh, you can, you can connect with, uh, uh one of our, our product experts right there and they'll, they'll provide you a demo and all the details that you need to better understand that for sure. They can reach right, uh, directly out to us there. That's probably the, the quickest path or, you know, reach out to us on our Instagram or our, our Facebook as well. Uh, and I can provide some links for you to you put in the show notes. We will definitely have links in the show notes for everyone. You can also go to goiguide.com. That's go, G-O, letter I, guide.com, goiguide.com. And ask your photographer, uh, your photog to uh, to connect with iGuide because they're, they're, what they're doing is so impressive. It's going to really take your business to a different level because what you're going to be able to do is it's going to create assets for you to not only sell the property that you're currently working on, but also brand yourself as somebody who really goes that extra mile with the most cutting edge technology. So Michael, thank you so much for being on our show. On behalf of our audience, we want to thank Michael for his time today to share some of those tips about uh, best practices around uh, the aesthetics of, of uh, listing a property and doing virtual showings. Um, and virtual staging. And um, also on behalf of Michael and myself, we want to thank our audience for continuing to listen and support our show. Best way that you can always help us grow is to tell a friend. Think of one other real estate professional that could benefit from hearing from this great conversation we just had with Michael and send them a link to our website. Best way to do that, just send them right over to keepingitrealpod.com and they can stream every episode we've ever done. We have over 300 uh, ready to stream there as well as our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash keepingitrealpod. Every episode we've ever done can also be streamed right from our Facebook page. So tell a friend, please. Um, and thank you, Michael, so much for coming on the show. And we will see everyone on the next episode. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. It's great. Appreciate you being here. Uh -oh.